Welcome to the Dream Job Hack Podcast, where I teach senior career professionals just how to leverage your expertise and personal brand, along with my recruiting industry insider experience that will help you land your dream job opportunity. My name is Lindsay Mustine, and I am your host. So I want to welcome you to the Ask Lindsay Q&A series, where you can go to get your critical job searching questions answered. And today I have questions from quite a few of our followers and I'm gonna answer some of those today. I also want you to know that you have the opportunity to ask me your question. If it's a question that seems like it's a question that resonates um, based on now helping thousands in their job search, then I would like to answer that for you live. So um, go to bit.ly backslash job search question and you can go ahead and submit your question. And also as my gift to you for being somebody willing to volunteer their thoughts. You can get a free gift from me that's valued at $97. So I want to get started by talking about the first question here, which is from Erica. And Erica says, I seem to be getting nowhere. I have applied to many jobs that I would be great at, but I'm not getting through. I am reaching out to people on LinkedIn and networking a lot, but still not seeing results. What am I doing wrong? So Erica, this, this is primarily why I founded my company. So I want you to know that you're in, in good you're in good company when you ask this question. This is definitely something that people ask all the time. So I'm gonna just kind of shortcut some of this because there's a lot. There's a lot in here in just these few questions, but job searching is one of the most difficult things that you can face. There's a lot of ups and downs. And honestly, you don't have no clue what the playing field looks like really truly until you understand some of the basics here. So one, I don't recommend applying for jobs. The reason is, is that about 80% of people who actually apply to jobs are not qualified. Therefore, they take up all the space and it kind of works on a recruiting um, work, a recruiter workflow system where we work with the most the first people applied and then first in, first out. There's a lot of rules when it comes to applying for it to be successfully statistically. So I recommend you don't do that. One, because if you apply for a lot of jobs, you can get blacklisted, believe it or not. And the idea that people would be right or great at something it really varies from person to person. That's why 80% of people who apply don't even meet the minimum qualifications for the job. So, you know, it's kind of in the eye of the beholder. I think it also falls to us on the side of those who are creating job postings because honestly, the job descriptions are so generic that almost everything feels like it could be a good fit. And they have these other unwritten expectations that they're looking for that the recruiter knows because really when the job is being posted, we just click a button, it goes out to the world, and then we start our work on the inside, which is to go hunt the right people down. So the idea like what you're good at and what you'd be great at, you really need to be fine-tuned into that. And then the other piece is that you need to network. And I see you're saying that you're networking, but typically what networking happens is that, hey, I saw you had a job posted, can you help me get an interview? And we call this the asking for a handout kind of role. And it's not to be harsh to you, but that if a single job opening on average gets 150 applications, how do you start to stand out? It's by building relationships. You can't be transactional in this process. You have to have a really deep rapport. And so I want you to stop thinking about applying to jobs and start thinking about ideal companies. That's how I want you to really think about things now and then really target your resume and start to focus on building relationships in those targeted organizations. So there's a lot that I can say that can go wrong in this piece, um, but hopefully that'll give you some insights to start kind of changing your mind, mindset around what's happening here. 
but just know that going this alone, it's really hard. So I definitely recommend you come and join my Facebook group, the Job Search Network. Links below. Click it, join us, um, and get some get some assistance here. Um, it's a free group, free resource, tons of cool things inside of it for you that I've created just to help with these kinds of questions. Okay, now Tracy has a question and she says, why is it so difficult to connect? So I'm not sure what, what the connect to, but I'm going to assume that it's probably connecting to the right hiring manager or to connect to relationships. And I'll say um, a study came out recently and it said the biggest skill and the gap that really as we start to see machine learning and artificial intelligence kick in is the gap is an interpersonal relationship building. That's really truly the hardest part. People have come to the assumption that because you can send a friend request or a connection request, that somehow that becomes an actual relationship. And we know that that's not true. How many times have you sent a, a friend request or had a friend request come in and then the person hits you up immediately for something and immediately it just repels you? And that's really what's happening here for most people is that we've created this superficial concept of building connections and they're not real things. So how do you start to do that? You provide value and that's by um, being a, somebody's friend, um, an advocate, providing insight, learning, a call to action. You can see here what I do is my goal is to, if people want to choose to work with me, it's after they've heard my message and that I've shared tons of things for free to help them in their search. And then if they want more, they can come and start to interact with me closer. That's how you really need to approach relationships as well is that how do I become of somebody's to service of somebody to help them in their life? Because if you just come in with the idea of wanting something, that agenda, that's what is called the handout. So my rule, we call it the $20 rule. If you would spot somebody 20 bucks and you don't care if you get it back, that's when you have a real relationship. And then up until that point, that's not, it's just superficial. So I want you to take it deeper and you have to take a real human interest here. And it's not easy. It's not easy, but truthfully, the other end of the spectrum is applying and praying. We call that post and pray mentality. And that doesn't work either. In fact, it's a really great way to spend six months doing nothing but wasting your time. So that's really why I see that it's mostly difficult for people to connect. The other piece is that um, because there are so many applicants and so many people taking this path of connecting and thinking that it's really a relationship and it's not, um, pe people and recruiters and hiring managers are totally overwhelmed. My goal is to minimize the amount of time a hiring manager has to interact with the most amount of candidates. I'm the gatekeeper, so they see the least amount of candidates and get it filled as fast as possible. With that mindset, you have to really truly up level what you're doing and make sure that you are the perfect fit for what you're targeting. So it's a total mind shift change in order for you to really start to connect people and really focus on building relationships. In fact, networking as a term totally turns me off. I don't like to hear it because networking implies a transaction. I show up, you give me this and I give you that. And that's not how it works and especially not today. Okay. All right. So, um, and I, Tracy, I get, I also invite you to come and join the job search network. I think that'd be really, really good for you. All right, um, Kiyoka, and I hope to goodness that I got that even close to how to say it. So my apologies if I did not. But the question here was, how do I get more resume visibility? So I'm going to give you the three rules of what a successful resume looks like from a recruiter's perspective based on um, proof of concept, research, and how what actually delivers. So the first thing is format. So 
your resume, the first, I'll, let me back up just a little. Your resume only gets six seconds of viewing time. So the only person who's actually gonna ever read your resume is you or the person that actually finally interviews you. And they're gonna read it the time when they actually sit in front of you. They don't read it beforehand. And believe it or not, if you go back, if you've ever hired anybody, you know that's true. You didn't verbatim read every line. We don't even read text like that in a book. So I want you to know the person who's gonna be most hung up on your resume is you. So the goal is to get it done and done is the new perfect. That being said, there are three things you want to have in place for a successful resume. And the first is the right format. And what I mean by the right format is that it's got to have the right things in the right places. If you have six seconds, the goal here is to get that right information across to the reader, that's the hiring manager or the recruiter, in six seconds. Enough where it gets them what we call a hook, catches their attention, interrupts them enough for them to say stop, look, and read for that period of time. So the first thing is uh, formatting. You need to make sure that everything is in the right place. That means making sure you have a header, uh, making sure, which is silly, header with the right information. You need to have a headline. You need to have an executive summary. You need to have skills, and then you need to have your experience, your education, and then there's some other things that you can add. I'm going to give you a resource, don't worry, um, to help you with this. A free resource because, again, I love to contribute value. I want you guys to have success regardless of whether or not you work with me. I want you to have success because I've had more than 5,000 people go through this one program. So, that's the first thing. The second thing that you need to do is create um, strong content. So content is the actual words. Um, and there's some things that happen in resumes that are just really silly, like people who use pronouns. Pronouns don't belong on your resume. It actually decreases hireability by about 45%. And there's a lot of things you need to do. So when it comes to content, what you really need to know is you need to show versus tell. If you tell people you're a servant leader, that just sounds like a lot of fluff. And sorry, there's a lot of fluffiness, a lot of buzzwords. And I want you to have some buzzwords, but not in what you're targeting here. You need to really focus on showing what you can do for a company. They're not gonna buy into you, meaning make the investment as your salary, because you have sold them, like I am a servant leader who inspires results. Like that's not a thing. Now, if you wanna tell me you led a 14 person project team that delivered a $2.3 million um, by, I don't know, marketing to existing clientele in the third quarter. I'm just making up stuff here, but the whole point is that notice I gave you a parameter, a measurement, and the stick to measure it with, right? So if you can come up with what we call quantifiable metrics, so quantifiable metrics, then that is how you get visibility. It is like speed bumps for the eyes when you throw in numbers. So you need to format it the right way and you need to have impact, so show versus tell. And, this, and the last thing, the third thing you need to do, is that keyword matching. So the keyword matching is huge and what you're trying to do is really mimic the ideal job description, what you're really targeting for in your career. And yes, you really do have to pick up what's right in that. You have to pick up what really makes sense um, for you as the job titles that are out there. So that takes some strategic thought versus going and finding a pretty template or something that was written by a writer versus a recruiter. These things can really fail you. Now that's not to say there's not good resume writers in the meantime, there definitely are. But what I want you to do is really format is most important because they have to find the information content needs to be what can they catch their attention in six seconds and then keyword matching is so that you beat the bots um, the applicant tracking system now here is my resource for you you can go to the five-day resume challenge how to write a resume that gets you the interview in just five days this is what I've had over 5,000 people go through um, that's bit.ly backslash five f-i-v-e day resume challenge you can see the link 
click it. Um, and then that's a really good place for you to get started. So um, I've had tons of compliments on that and I've had clients in over a hundred countries now who've gone through that. So really powerful wherever you're located, really fantastic resource for you. Okay, and the last question comes from Suzanne, who has a question about um, beginning work as a recruiter. So one of the things I do get asked a lot is how do I get into HR? Because <laughs> most of the time it requires experience, but in order to get experience, um, it's hard. You have to have like the entry level requires you to have experience. So it's kind of difficult. Now, there is one way to kind of get beat this. If you are really interested in getting into HR and you're willing to put in the work here, one of the best ways you can do it is becoming a recruiter and becoming a recruiter at an agency. And I'll tell you what, you guys will learn a lot more about job searching that way than you ever knew possible. It's one of the most difficult jobs, um, but once you have a couple years of agency recruiting under your belt, um, companies like Volt, um, Aerotech, I'm trying to think of any large there's com smaller companies that are locally too, but really large organizations, there's a lot of them. Um, they, once you have a couple years under there, then that's when you can really grow into the corporate recruiting side or other aspects of HR. It's really hard to get into HR unless you really pursue it immediately as from an internship side, um, or you have done a really good job or work with a job coach to help triangulate your skills against what you're going for and then get certifications in the process. So, that's my recommendation, um, getting the foot in the door as an entry-level recruiter, and just know that it is not all that it cuts out to be. Um, people, you're gonna say no the majority of the time, you're gonna work really hard deadlines, you're gonna have two customers, both the client, meaning the customer who's paying you, that would be the company, and then the thousands, because you're gonna hold, really work with about three to 6,000 people at any given moment. Yeah, three to 6,000 people. If you don't feel special in this process, it's because you're not. You're just one of thousands. That's why the relationship is so huge. Um, it's really challenging. So I'll just say it's one of the most overworked roles ever. However, incredibly rewarding. And I would never change anything in my career, 18 years in talent acquisition, some of the hardest work possible, but um, emotionally challenging, but also incredibly rewarding to get to see the results. So that is it. So the couple of the resources I mentioned was the five-day resume challenge. You can go to bit.ly backslash five-day resume challenge, hit link or the one um, you can just enter it but the number five is written out and then my job search group job search network facebook.com backslash groups backslash job search the job search network excuse me so thank you so much for joining me today I appreciate your time and I hope you have a wonderful day and don't forget you can ask your question and get a free gift from me just head over to the link and I look forward to talking to you soon Thanks for listening to the Dream Job Hack podcast. If you want to have your own kick-ass resume, head over to bit.ly backslash five-day resume and start the five-day challenge to write a resume that gets you the interview. See you back here for the next episode.